L-A-S. Hello, everybody. My name is James. And I am Sarah. And, and we, we are, are full of BS. Which is why we're starting a new podcast called A Load of BS. We probably want to tell them what BS is, though, James. What do you mean? Well, we everybody tell knows them, what BS is. No, we got to tell them what BS means. It's brand strategy. Everybody knows that. I mean, it could potentially mean something else. Like what? Boat snack? <laughs> Bucket sauce? I don't, I don't know. It's brand, Everybody knows it's brand strategy. That's what, that's that's, what I heard on the I, streets. I guess. Okay, well, now you know. You can be full of brand strategy, too. So if you want to be full of BS, too, I would recommend checking out our podcast, which will be coming out every second and fourth Wednesday of the month, produced by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of LAS Podcast, and many other exclusive benefits, all while supporting local creators and businesses, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and get started, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. We all can be full of BS together. Come join us. I've been told that I'm full of BS a lot. It's true. I stand by that. (laughs) (laughs) That's from Moana, remember? And he's like, holds the chicken up, he's like, boat snack! (laughs) So, Mr. Rogers. <sighs> yeah. Rough game out there. It was. The Saints were just phenomenal. <laughs> they were phenomenal against me. Mm-hmm. I was terrible. Mm-hmm. I was pathetic, if you will. Yeah. It seemed like uh seemed like you were struggling out there. How, oh my, how was the arm? My, I, I didn't I don't even know if I had an arm. That's the way it felt. I was I could barely lift the ball. I am I'm surprised that that I even made it out of the game alive. Yeah, well, you you made it out of the game alive and they pulled you early. They, actually. They did. What were you thinking when you got benched? Listen, man. R E L A X I N G. I was just relaxing knowing that the team is in the more than capable hands of this little firecracker, Jordan Love. He is going to be possibly the greatest of all time. So, there's no real reason to keep me, they, there's other teams you could probably get. I don't know, like say, a, a a punter or a kicker for me. Just just trade me. I'm washed up, guys. It's gonna happen again next week. There, I said it. I'm out. Peace. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Playoff Bound Fantasy Football. Playoff Bound Fantasy Football! Hey, that voice was Logan's. And your voice was Brian's. It was. Brian, how's it going? It's good. How about you? I'm feeling good. We just survived week one. Barely. Uh, <laughs> it, was the, it was a long weekend. There was a lot of sweats and tears. Tearses? Tearses yeah, everywhere. I felt the tearses everywhere. Ugh. As did Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Didn't it feel good? Having cathartic football on it, it, on the TVs. <laughs> what what did you do this weekend? Well, I I, I sat I, like at home. I, I was I'm remodeling my uh, my my house, and I'm doing the floors and redoing the bathtub or the bathroom and having the football in, in the background. I 
I didn't get much done. <laughs> I <laughs> it's went hard to and stay I came focused. back. How do you balance a Sunday when there's just so much happening? Are, are you constantly checking your phone like I do? I, I like to I, watch the numbers climb. I had to charge my phone a few times because <laughs> that's the way I do. I'm flipping through. I, I'm, we're both in four leagues, correct? And uh, uh, That's right, yeah. And I, I was flipping back and forth. I don't know why I do it, to be honest, because me looking – I feel like if I'm watching – uh, my apps that I'm it it it's like good luck <laughs> if I'm watching it my my players will score more. Look, my team does better when I'm coaching them. All right, when they know I'm there for them, the support. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> In my head, it matters. And if you don't watch, well, this week there was a lot of people watching their phones and not getting a lot of points. So. Uh, pros and cons. You're right, and I think we should dive right into it. We should. It's time for the weekend in review. <laughs> I feel like that was, that I was, love that song. I like it. It's very like uh, it's very like '90s, 2006. It was like full housey. Yeah, that's good. Hey Joey, what's up? <laughs> Cut it out. Filmed in front of a live studio audience. Take me back to San Francisco. <laughs> Alex, are you on mic? I am. Hi, Alex, our producer. Hello, Logan and Brian, my hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like we're we're like uh, you're feeding off of us, like we're your hosts. Oh yes, yes. I am. A, I am a parasite. <laughs> I'm so happy to be living inside of both of your bodies. Oh, yikes! Is that you? Yeah, yeah. You wondering why you're losing so much weight lately? <laughs> because <laughs> th- I'm eating all the food you eat. You're my tapeworm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're Alex, welcome. You're my tapeworm. Awesome. Well, now that we've established some really disgusting <laughs> lore behind this show, uh, wow! Thursday, Thursday happened. Killer start. That's the way I want every fantasy every every football game should be. The Cowboys and Buccaneers. And frankly, Monday night's game capping off the weekend. Was amazing, too. Fantastic as well. Raiders and uh, the Ravens. What happened to every game in between? (laughs) It was kind of a blur, to be honest. (laughs) It was. There's a lot that happened in there. Uh, Let's start at the top. Yeah. At the end of last week's episode, we each chose a player to call our shots on. Mm -hmm. Um, How'd that work out? We both did splendidly. Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Hold on. My player would have had a great one week. One player didn't play. One player played but didn't play. Well, he tried playing. Um, who did you have? You, I had uh, Marquise uh, Callaway. I think it was Marquez. Marquez. Yeah. Yeah, M. Callaway. <laughs> M. He's a Saints Rod receiver. And uh, he had, like, I think one catch for 14 yards. Yeah, really promising. I, I, I do believe he was out on the field for more than just that play he was out there quite a bit yeah. um there's some questions around if if he was shadowed quite a bit he had alexander on him which is a yeah. top, top uh defender but that being said there was i don't the the game got out of hand pretty fast it, and it did there wasn't a lot of need to spread the ball out because the packers weren't able to do anything anything at all like, we watched a team just break down. It did. Like, in tears. <laughs> right. Definitely. That happened as well. Yes. But just, I mean, I think that's one thing that we should just say off the bat about that game in particular, because that's one of the big talking points. Mm-hmm. The Packers are not going to be that bad no. every week. I- I'm going to call that one a fluke. I'm going to write that one off. I think that Rodgers and the Packers have earned that from us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the Saints' offense is not going to operate that same way either. So They have too many weapons. 
are, are you dropping Marquez? No, no, I'm I'm holding on to him. Uh, just not really on his value, but I I don't see a lot of other people that I have more faith in currently that I could pick uh, that I could pick up. Sure, sure. I mean, there are people out there, but I in most of my leagues I won. So, I mean, I could select the free okay, agent button, in there. but in most of my in leagues, my I won. small leagues and <laughs> three out of the four I'm winning. But no, uh, I don't feel like I'm gonna pick up anybody because I'm in good leagues. And other player, other owners are going to snatch up the people I want. Sure. I, I definitely think that if Marquez was out on the waiver wire, they would be one of the top picks, right, uh, of the wide receivers that would be out there, you know. Um, so definitely someone to keep an eye on. If you have them, hold them. I, I like that advice. So see what happens in the next week or two. Who is your uh, gimpy player? I ha- <laughs> <laughs> I had Raheem Mostert, uh, who was the lead running back for the 49ers, and I maintain would have had an incredible game. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he could have been an all-star this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, he. This could have been his, his uh, Hall of Fame season. <laughs> he could have been crowned champion of all running backs. I can't say. <laughs> I feel like you were serious until you weren't. <laughs> he got injured. Um uh, and now is getting surgery, is. so it is season ending. Um, two carries, twenty yards, and then Elijah Mitchell. He did outperform my guy by six yards. <laughs> Depends on the scoring. It's true, right? In a full y- point, y- if you're looking at, yeah. I mean, hey. hey. Um, but Elijah Mitchell came in and and tore it up over a hundred yards, touchdown. Um, do you do you picture that happening with? The, he's the number one waiver wire by far. By far. Yeah. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on the 49ers' backfield? I'm not – it's a – you know Shanahan's offense. Yep. And he – it's committee. It's it's so hard. You got Trey Sermon waiting. He was inactive last week, correct? Uh, Yes, but yeah, he, who knows? Yeah, I'm, I'm just not sold that Elijah – I mean, he did he did enough to, to earn another start. Sure. However, how long is that going to – Go for it. I don't trust that backfield to produce a RB1, easily RB3, maybe RB2. If you need a running back for the next couple of weeks, I think Mitchell's a great pickup. I agree. Um, if you're looking season long, there's a lot of ways that can go wrong for you. Mm-hmm. So something to keep an eye on. But uh, Raheem Mostert, droppable. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you got fan, uh, Dynasty or something. But even then, he's not. he'll still be out there. How about uh, how about those Jaguars, the the team that was gonna gonna blow up this year, um, versus the Texans, who we said last week <laughs> don't have don't put anybody on the Texans on your team. Again, I think this is gonna be uh, specific to this week. Houston's offense is not gonna operate the same way. Um, it, play your defenses against Houston. Correct. Right? That's what I have to say. Um, and Jacksonville is also not going to be very good, right? They, yeah, they. I mean, they're good for a college team. <laughs> sure, <laughs> everything's relative, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, Lawrence did okay for his rookie start. He, I mean, you got Meyer trying. There, I, there's a lot of rumblings that uh, are going that he's not that 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 he's not communicating well with the the rest of his coaches and players and it's a little chaotic there so i'm personally staying away from jaguars 
right now. Yeah, I mean, um, certainly there's some options there. There's some flex options, but if you have the chance, uh, if you have better players, play your better players. It's not worth uh, um, pl- you know the playing chances. the game like James Robinson. Yeah, I know that's going to be tough. He was, I mean, he was on the list for he he wasn't he, he might not even be on the RB two for me right now. Yeah, sure, I believe it. He was a hot commodity preseason, so. Well, I'll tell you what, we have a fantastic Facebook group that people can join. It's the CRIC Fantasy Football Community, perfect for the Cedar Rapids and Iowa City corridor, open to anybody who loves fantasy football. Even if you don't love fantasy football. Yeah, just come hang out. We're cool people. Right, Alex? We're cool. Sure. Thanks, Parasite. (laughs) We just called him Tapeworm, and you still love us. You're the coolest people I know. Right. (laughs) That's a proper tapeworm thing to say. Well, I put a post in that Facebook group asking people to comment with your moment of fantasy joy or heartbreak uh, from the past weekend. We had a couple of responses that I wanted to acknowledge here. Um, Our friend Tim Arnold, friend of the show, uh, also a host on the network, said Aaron Rodgers was not the week one MVP. Mm. He was close. So (laughs) This close. This close. close. Uh, Our friend Matt Russell uh, posted, a friend of mine just noticed that both Bears quarterbacks individually scored more than Aaron Rodgers. It was that bad. It, yes. It was rough. Uh, and then Lisa Kelly um, from Theater Cedar Rapids, where we are right now, um, started Ryan Tannehill against Brady and did not play Melvin Gordon. Mm. So, rough week. Melvin Gordon, surprisingly hot Broncos fan. He, he was. However, I, that's a that's a week one deal sure he had a seven he had a hundred like 102 yards total but he had one 70 yard run are you touchdown. are you seeking out melvin gordon in a trade at this point no, no okay i'm not okay i'm still a fan of the of the rookie there javante williams yep is, yep yep williams so yeah cric fantasy football community go there uh join us in hanging out talking about fantasy football each and every week it's super fun it's it's the best it's so much fun uh, and we have one more segment for our uh, weekend in review. Mm. You want to introduce that one? This week, we're going to start a new segment called Freak Out, Chill Out. We're going to go through some players and tell you whether we think you should be freaking out or chilling out. We're going to start with Saquon Barkley. How are you feeling on him after his week one dud? You should chill out, In but theory. I am freaking out, right? Do oh, you have him on any of your teams? I don't. I actively avoided Saquon in drafts. I didn't want to play the game, didn't want to play with fire, because mm-hmm. um, I knew what I was signing up for. This is a, a guy that was seriously injured, is still coming back from injury, is on a just terrible team. No offensive line. No O-line whatsoever. Um it's just him out there. He's just out there running around by himself. No one's protecting him at all, right? You don't have a quarterback that's that has any spark yeah. in him. I mean, uh, what is it? Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard. Yeah, he actually he produced. He did really well. I mean, yep. he is viable for. But uh, let's stick on Saquon. I'm freaking out. As, okay, as, he's on one of my teams on a on a league that I'm. It, it, I had the the draft pick that. He had fallen so far that I couldn't not take him. So, but I'm, I'm freaking out. But I'm not actively seeking trades. 
yet, even though... I sent a trade offer for Saquon. Did you? Today. Um, it was kind of a lowball offer, um, but the idea was, let oh, me send Mostert? you... <laughs> it was It was Mostert. Mostert. Yep. Yep. Hey, this guy whose leg doesn't work. <laughs> For it, the guy whose leg quad. didn't work. <laughs> um, but I sent an offer and essentially said, hey, you need running back help right now. Let me give you a running back who's doing great right now. And I'll take the guy who is not doing great right now, and I'll sit on him, and I'll see if he turns into something later on in the season. Those are That's good ways to, to uh, approach trades. Sure. Yeah, something that's mutually beneficial mm-hmm. for both teams. And and if your team can sustain holding on to a bench player like that, because I don't think Saquon's going to be good for a while. I think that he could be. I think they're, they need to gel a little bit. I, I, I think that if you have Saquon um, in week eight and onward, you've got a much better chance of having something that produces. They were also playing the Broncos. Right. And th- their line is, and their linebackers are astounding. Mm-hmm. So Broncos are a, a prominent defense this year. Yeah. Next, we have Brandon Ayuk. Um, everyone else in the industry is saying to chill out. I was freaking out to begin with. All right, the second that we saw this player that's so highly touted, highly drafted, isn't out there. Same with Trey Sermon uh, in the running back uh, backfield for the Forty ers Kyle Shanahan's going to do whatever Shanahan wants to do mm-hmm. on this team, and doesn't need to follow your. Uh, predetermined notions about what draft capital should be. He's not going to listen to you. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. He's not taking my calls. No. Um, if you have Ayuk, hold. But if you can get good value for him, trade. I I would be freaking out. I don't have him on any of my teams. However, I don't, I don't picture him even making the – he had no targets. I'm – I don't, I'm not sure how many snaps he was out there for. Right. I'm not sure if he's going to be even – he's maybe wide receiver four on the team. I'm not sure if he's going to be ever starting. I mean, maybe towards the end of the season, I'm freaking out. I'm I'm dropping if I would have him. Poss- oh, really? Possibly. I'd, if there's other – depends how many team league you're in. Uh, but if, if you're in a, a situation where he's your starter, you need to be worried. Definitely be worried uh, if he's a starting wide receiver. But for a lot of people, based on draft capital uh, for for fantasy drafts, he's probably not. He's probably wide receiver three, right? Um, and in that case, again, depending on your roster construction, um, if you can hold on, I'd say hold on. Let's if see how things enough. go in the next week or two. Because um, this team's going to keep moving around. This is a guy that's coming back from a hamstring injury. Um, things are going to keep shifting. Okay. He, he's also a name that you could drop, hoping that one of your opponents gets him and starts him. Just feeling like, oh, they maybe they got him and they're going to use him. He's going to start doing good. And I always have those players that are on my team that should do good, but sure, but don't. And sure. I want them on other people's teams. Najee Najee Harris. Najee Harris. Yes. Um, Freak out or chill out. Chill. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. This Steelers team was operating on a weird level. Um, Najee Harris played 100% of the snaps. He did uh, for this team. He is the guy, and the work's going to come. Are you? I, I agree. It should be a, a chill out. Is that was his first pro game ever? You yeah. Know? Yeah. And he played rookie 100%. Yep. I mean, uh, and uh, it's going to gel. It's their offensive line is another terrible offensive line. They're just not doing well, but. Uh, yeah, if you can, if you can somehow 
I wouldn't don't sell low on him. Hold on to him and and just wait. If you don't want him on your team, wait till he he's going to have a bust out week in the next couple weeks, I agree. I feel so. And there's a real chance that it's this week. Yeah, who who are they playing? The Raiders. Steelers versus the Raiders. Uh yeah, so the Raiders are coming off a hot win, but they have a short week. It's a short week. Their defense is nothing to write home about. This is a get-right week for the Steelers um, and for Najee Harris. Next, we have James Robinson. Freak out. Freak out. I'm freaking out. Freak out. Um, and frankly, I'm freaking out because you probably paid too much for him. You probably took James Robinson right around that Gus Edwards time yes. when Gus Edwards and James Robinson were hot. Um, Travis Etienne was... R.I.P. Travis Etienne, um, who bumped James Robinson back up into prominence. And this team's not going to function the same way that it did last year. It's not going to work out the way you want it to. It's not going to be 2022.0. They said 2020-20. Before, uh, during the the drafts, there was a lot of talk on who is this year's James Robinson. And this year, James Robinson isn't going to be James Robinson. Right. Because uh, he's he's not going to be utilized nearly the same way as he was last year. Right. So we have uh, Kyle Pitts. How do you feel about him? Chill out. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, chill out. This is a, Just one a, game. a rookie tight end, first game, um, but he had a nice target share. Um, he's going to catch the ball. He's going to get the yards. They're going to come naturally. He was 100%. Right. He was in the game 100%. Now, what I am worried about, you should be freaking out about the Falcons. I think this team as a whole is going to struggle. Um, but players often succeed on struggling teams, uh, especially for fantasy. fantasy. Yep. So the Packers. <laughs> Do we just freak out or are we chilling out? No, it's funny to freak out. Yeah. Um, but no, we're we're not freaking out. This team's going to pull it together, and, and I bet this week is a get-right week. They have too many weapons on on offense and they have a decent offensive line it just it was it's like they didn't remember that the game was sunday and they decided uh okay let's just not even bother to play so that's what happened sunday <laughs> they're like oh there, there's a game crap oh what nobody uh, told me no, mom you forgot to wake me up football starting now <laughs> yeah so if you got uh Tunyon, adams uh Rogers and the other Adams, you're, you'll be fine. You're fine. Just, you're fine. Don't stress. Week. So that was our first freak out chill out, and I think it, I think it went well. I didn't freak out about it. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm chilling like a villain. Um, let's know, get to our next segment. Our next segment. Let's get right into the news. Um, we touched on just a couple of them. Raheem Mostert out for the season. All right. So keep an eye on that 49ers backfield, but it's going to be a little messy for a couple weeks. Uh, even, even a couple, it's, it's always going to be committee to me. It, it's happened the past like three years. So. Yep. Yep. Without question. But it's like the bills backfield. I just don't want to touch it. Yeah. But, but it's a little bit different. But They have better talent. The 49ers backfield Still a committee, but there's still production there. Yes. Um, with the Bills, just use one, Allen. <laughs> yeah. Use one, Allen. Yeah. That's they got enough. one running back, and he's a quarterback. Yep. Right. <laughs> um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, 
Fitz magic. This is painful because it we is. were excited for Washington we're, this year. Yeah, and the rest of their team was gonna just everybody was gonna be happy. Yeah, on the team. Yeah, and now I'm. I'm what, what? Who's their quarterback? Um. Um. Uh, I would ask you that, and I don't have it pulled up, and I should. Uh, Heineke, 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 Heineken, <laughs> Wrights, Heineken. Um, He's a capable young lad. He's certainly capable. But... This team is not going to stop in its tracks, um, but they're those long, deep throws that we were excited about with Terry McLaurin. Those are coming back to the line yeah. of scrimmage. Okay, well, they're not going to be afraid. It's it's going to be tight. Terry McLaurin's not going to get the same level of production, not going to get the same yardage. Um, Antonio Gibson, I think, is probably still going to be fine. Yeah. He might actually get more targets. He, he's going to be the the safety net. Uh, the big question is Logan Thomas. What do you think about Logan Thomas? I, I think he's going to be fine. He's another safety net. Uh, quarterbacks who come in after injuries, it, it's – don't do the research, but I think it's, <laughs> it's like – a lot of the times you're not you're doing like passes of ten yards, fifteen yards, a lot. There, there's nerves there. Yep. And he he's no he just he wants to be a a, a game manager. Yeah. So. And uh, Jerry Judy. Oh, this sucks. I'm a I'm a Broncos fan, and you're wearing the shirt. I am. I mean, they did great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they were playing the the Giants. However, it, it was a strong performance. Judy looked good. He did. And then uh, what he hurt his hamstring or high ankle sprain. High ankle sprain. That's it. And that's not not one you get over fast. He's IR for six weeks. Four to six weeks expectation. So uh, if if you're a Broncos fan, you're looking at or I'm sorry, fantasy. You're looking who's going to fill in and look at Tim Patrick, Hamler. Uh, Patrick got a touchdown or two, and and uh, that's who's going to fill in. I think those are the big ones. Yep. So that's it for news. At least the news that we care about, fantasy, we're going to keep it light here. Um, for more news, go to the internet. <laughs> right? It's all there for if you. If you have it, unlike us. Uh, but this <laughs> is for fantasy. And speaking of fantasy, I completed our first trade in one of our fantasy you leagues. did. How did that feel? Breaking off the trade crust. It felt good. <laughs> you know the, that, that crust <laughs> at the top? It's like a, it's like a creme brulee. You just got to crack that open. Now I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm, actually, I am hungry. Um, yes, needed what a happened? trade. So I had we start two wide receivers. Did you did you approach it or did someone approach you? I approached it. Okay. Um, and actually, did you have candy in your pocket? I or? didn't. But but this is how you approach a trade. You don't just send a trade offer out into the ether and don't say anything with it. I sent uh, the player a Facebook message and said, "Hey, here's what I'm trying to do." I have a lot of running backs, good running backs. I need wide receivers. You have a couple wide receivers I'm interested in. Can we get a trade going? Mm -hmm. And we went back and forth. Then we talked about the stats. We talked about the value. He did a little bit of research. I talked him through what I was seeing. And uh, within about 20, 25 minutes, we had a deal in place. Did you go back and forth? Like, Did you uh, lay out a trade or did you talk about different players? We talked about different players. So... um, you know, I said I would trade X for Y, right? Or I have C.D. Lamb and Tyler Lockett on my team as wide receivers. Mm-hmm. That's it. I have no other backup wide receivers. That's just the Which, way it fell. It's not bad to have those, right? Um, After week one, at least. And I have five running backs on my team. Uh, one of which is Nick Chubb, and one of which is Joe Mixon. 
Joe who? Uh, Mixon. <laughs> Mr. Mixon. Mr. Mixon to you. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm fine at running back. So if I have great running backs on my bench, which I do, let me move those pieces and, you know, help pad my wide receiver backup woes. Right? Who are so your backup? Uh, who are your benchers that you had? I had uh, Tyson Williams, okay, um, who was the guy for the Ravens he, he this past well. week um, with the loss of Gus Edwards. And then I also have um, uh, Mike Davis from the Falcons. Falcons. And I have DeAndre Swift, okay, who I liked quite a bit, and we talked about it on the last episode of the show. He fell to me in the seventh round of our fourteen-team league because people were just worried about him. Yeah, stellar value. Which, yeah, they. I mean, it is what it is, right? Yeah. So um, he has a great week one, Swift, um, promising future, but I don't need him. I'm not going to play him. Right, so well, not with that ad. <laughs> let me trade him away and get a, a, a good wide receiver backup piece. So I traded Swift okay. in exchange for Robert Woods. Robert Woods, yeah. Mm, I'm trying to. How do you feel about feel that? Feel it. I'm okay with it. Um, how did Robert Robert Woods do last week? He did okay because he caught a touchdown near the end of the game. It was a Cooper Cup game. They have uh, they have some other. Uh, wide receivers on their team as well that uh they just picked up I have to look at the stats cuz I cannot remember the names and oh yeah Deshaun Jackson so they have they have Higby, Jackson, Van Jefferson and Cooper Cup sure yeah so yeah. no if if he needs you needed a, a running or a I needed a wide a, receiver a wide receiver yep in terms of getting a good backup wide receiver I think receiver, it's fine I'm not starting Robert Woods. I don't need to. I think it's fine. I don't think I don't think that it's a break for either team. Like like this is gonna win my league. I right. think it's just depth for both teams. I think that DeAndre Swift could have a great season, right? But he was never gonna start on my team. He has he has about the same ceiling and floor that, that Woods has, in my opinion. Sure. Even though uh Woods now has a quarterback that is competent. Yep. You know, but uh yeah, Van Jefferson came out there. He, I know. Uh, he well, he only had two receptions, but but I don't think anybody's worried that Van Jefferson's going to replace Robert Woods, right? That's not maybe. That's not. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of the studio. Maybe not now, but and uh, you got Deshaun Jackson. I don't know. I'm just saying. Just saying. I think you're good. This is a Cooper Cup Robert Woods game. They're fine. Um, I actually bet Robert Woods has a great week this week. Oh, you want to trade back then? <laughs> <laughs> hey, on that note, let's take a quick break. Check out some sponsors. And when we come back, let's do our week two in preview. Yes. I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. Hey, we've got a new podcast. And it's called What Do You Want to Talk About? We talk about everything from almond milk lattes to xenophobia. New episodes every Monday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What Do You Want to Talk About is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, you can visit laspodcastnetwork.com. Hey, Lindsay, did I tell you the story about Skarpe the Njalsson when he was in Iceland and he was dying because he was under this log on fire and he pulls out this molar and he whips it into Thurl Thurlson's eye? No, I don't understand most of what you just said. Oh. Oh, Jason, did I tell you that Billie Eilish got bangs? What's a Billie Eilish? 
L-A-S. I'm Alex Schulte. And I'm Jake Trumper. And this is the promo for our brand new podcast, One Word Stories. Where we take one word. Like fear. That's kind of dark. Or spaghetti. Well, I don't know if we're going to do an entire episode about spaghetti. Are you hooked yet? I hope so. Whoa. I just noticed that we keep speaking in unison. How do we stop? Oh, wow. It's still happening. Okay, what just happened? I don't know. It's like we've been spending way too much time together and we're starting to finish each other's... I quit. What? I just don't get it. What's not to get? So I just get one word and talk about it? Who cares? I care. Give me a word. Middle school. That's two words. You get the gist. Okay, one time in middle school, a girl hid in the bathroom during the school dance specifically so I wouldn't have to ask her to dance with me. Okay, I'm starting to understand why you didn't want to do this. One Word Stories. We're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcast. Okay, okay I, I think, think that, that was, was a good take. take. Wait, Wait, no. Why does this keep happening? L-A-S. Welcome on back. Hey. Hey, Brian. What's up, Logan? It's time for another week of football. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Let's get right into it. No time to waste. Let's get into uh, week two in preview. Yeah, yeah. We'll work on it. We will. Tomorrow. We'll or Thursday. That, that's tomorrow. We have a game. <laughs> we do have a game. Are you going to watch this one? It's going to um, be riveting. It's going to be rough. Hey, real quick before we dive into it. Yes. I just want to let the audience know how this works. Um, so we're going to take a look at every single game this weekend, and we're each going to give our one takeaway from that game. What's the one thing that we're watching out for mm-hmm. this week? So without further ado, Thursday's game, the New York Giants at the Washington football team. My takeaway is uh, it's. I think Barkley, this is a get-right moment for Barkley already yeah okay it, the Washington, Washington's just their their defense is going to be out on the field a lot sure so I, I think they're going to be uh susceptible you're calling for the Giants to win I it sounds I didn't like say it. that it I'm, sounds like I'm it. calling for Barkley <laughs> <laughs> to do well okay um I, I watched the Giants game and I cannot pick them to win even with uh Henneke starting yeah so, so I mean, if we're doing pickums, I'm I'm gonna go for Washington. They're home. That's the only reason. Okay, um, I am watching out for Antonio Gibson, and, and the reason why is because we need to see how this usage changes with Taylor Heineke, Heineken, Heineken at the table. All right, um, and I think that it could increase. If it doesn't, you need to be concerned. They could be stacking the line against him. We'll Possibly. see what happens. We'll Doesn't see what always happens. work. <laughs> uh, but Antonio Gibson, yes. that's who I'm watching. Next up, Patriots at the New York Jets. I'm I'm watching, obviously, Corey Davis. He blew up just like we had talked about. He, we love Corey he, Davis he, on we the do. show. He's, I, I wish I had him on. I think I have him on one of my teams, but I just wish I had him in my main league. Yeah. Because he's a target hog, and th- I, shouldn't, I shouldn't pick him to watch, but that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm Well, and I think it's interesting, right, because he had a great game last week. Mm-hmm. But is that repeatable with this offense in the NFL? You know, I, I think it's interesting. It's true. It's interesting. What um, are you looking at? On the Patriots side of the ball, there's a few things to keep an eye on. Um, Mac Jones in particular, who are the targets? I really want to watch the tight ends here. Um, John U. Smith, Hunter Henry, 
who is it going to be? Because I think there's some there's some valuable production there. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones still figuring it out. I like Janu a little bit more than Hunter. I feel like I should, and I don't. I don't. I don't know if I I'm. Wish they wouldn't it. have got to. <laughs> it hurts. Didn't need it. But there's production there. Yes. So and tight end is so difficult once you're outside of the top six. So that's what I'm watching. I got to see if there's some tight end if weapons they don't there. Just give it to Damian Harris all the time. And well, Damian Harris could have a great he game could. here. Next up, we got the Raiders and the Steelers. The Raiders and the Steelers at Pittsburgh. Uh. That's going to be an interesting one. Like we said, I think this is a get-right game for the Steelers. I think Najee Harris is going to run the ball like crazy. Um, again, out there for 100%. He was. Uh, I, I think I think it's going to be a, a bit of a blow-up game here. and They're going to really validate that uh, first, second-round pick that you took on Najee. I'm looking to see if, uh, if Darren Waller gets thrown every pass his way because it was like 13 – no, it was – I'm sorry. It was so many targets. Yeah. He had like a 500, 600 yards. I don't know. He was just overutilized. I want to see if that continues again. Yeah. Let's talk about the Denver Broncos. The Broncos. Broncos. The uh, the Brian Sandy Broncos mm. at Jacksonville Jaguars. I could be their next owner. If you owned the Jaguars, if you owned uh, the Broncos, rather, would you leave them called the Broncos? Or would you change oh, yes. the mascot? I would. I would give them a middle name. <laughs> <laughs> what the Denver Brian Broncos? Oh, uh, that feels good. It does. I like that it? a lot. Uh, I'm. I'm looking to see uh, Hamler and Tim Patrick to see how how they fill in for Jerry Judy. I'm not looking at the Jaguars at all right now. If they surprise me by doing something, I their defense is uh, the Broncos defense is just going to shut them down. The wide receivers on the Jaguars are interesting. Uh, we really came in thinking that uh, LaVisca Chenault was going to do some damage this year. But DJ Chark showed up. He so did. I'm watching Chark because I think there could be some value there. He's underrated. I, I had him on my roster last year, really mm-hmm. liked him, um, up until the end of the season when he kind of fell off. Um, but there could be something there, so I'm keeping an eye on DJ Chark. We have the Saints and the Panthers. In Carolina, what are you looking at? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, with the Saints and the Panthers, gosh, um, the Saints are really interesting right now. Um, we've talked about uh, the, the game with the Packers, how interesting and, and just different it was. Like five touchdown passes. and I don't expect to see that again. If we see it again, Jameis Winston is going to be MVP. the greatest <laughs> backup quarterback pickup in fantasy of all time. Right. Right? Um, so that's the biggest thing is how does this offense actually operate? Of course, Kamara is going to get Kamara's workload, right? But the rest of the offense, what's happening there? I think it's going to be fascinating to watch. I'm going to see uh, – I, I I need to see how Callaway is utilized for week two. And if he's not utilized again – then uh then he might not be on my team. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um hey, the Buffalo Bills are going to the Miami Dolphins. I'm going to look to see uh if the Bills can like we say about a lot of teams, right their ship because they lost a game that they should have won last week. 100%. Yes. And I don't know. The Dol- the Dolphins there's there's not a a guy besides Gaskin that I'm really looking at, so uh, I've still got an eye on Waddle, 
Um, Jalen Waddle. Can't um, touchdown, I do believe. Yeah, had a decent week. Um, can that production continue? Can a rookie wide receiver really step out of that Dolphins team and be something that's fantasy relevant? Mm-hmm. That's the name that I'm keeping an eye on. The Bears and the Bengals in Chicago. Is it is it Fields time yet? It should be. <laughs> it should be. It feels like it should it's be. It's not going to be unless um, unless it's halfway if halftime and they're just stinking it up. But it's not going to be. Uh, but I want it to be, and I I can't Everybody wait. Everybody wants it to be. That's true. Even Carson Palmer <laughs> wants it to be. Allen Robinson had a really quiet week. Um, if you can get week. him. If you can get him for hardly anything, do it. Fantastic by low. Come option. on. Because um, not only he saw tons of targets, he's going to continue to see production, he's right? He's so athletic. He's, he's, unless injuries happen, but he's, he's there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking to see. Well, let's see the Bengals. Uh, I'm going to see if Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, you got it. If he can, uh, if he can break out again. Week one was phenomenal for him. So, and he caught the balls instead of dropping yeah, them. Really, really exciting. Yeah. Um, we need. I love rookie wide receivers when they do stuff. It's. I remember when uh, just like when Moss first came out, it was like mind blowing. So I just want. I love seeing rookie wide receivers. Do Nothing that. feels better in fantasy than planting your flag and saying, "This is my guy. I have discovered I him." Called him. Right. <laughs> yes. I called my shot. That's why we do it every single week, right? Yes. I love it. Hey. The 49ers are heading over to Philadelphia to play the Eagles. Well, I'm going to see if uh, Elijah Mitchell is still going to gonna do the stuff like we talked about or if he's going to be uh, subbed in. But I'm going to see how much they utilize him. I think they're going to utilize him a lot, but that's the only real thing that I'm looking for fantasy-wise. Out of that one take. Jalen Hurts had a great week this past week. Um, could be a very prominent weapon in fantasy football. The Eagles rushed for 173 yards in week one. That's a great number. He didn't hardly rush for anything either. He was he did it by air, correct? No, I'm thinking of uh, uh, Murray. Yes, Kyler Murray, Never who mind. also looked yes. fantastic. We'll get to Kyler Murray. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jalen Hurts, um, weapon in fantasy football. Can that production continue, especially against a 49ers defense that uh, has taken a couple of hits but is still a strong defense? Um, I'm interested to watch how that unfolds. We have the Rams and the Colts. Um, so I just traded, like I said, for Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a personal vested interest in seeing how the wide receiver weapons and the and the air game for the Rams unfolds. Cooper Cup is a target hog, right? And somewhat of a shorter range, short to mid-range target hog. Robert Woods is a little bit more of a deep ball guy in, in my experience, at least in the last couple of years, a little more on the outside. So can Matthew Stafford really get the ball out there against the Colts? I think it's possible. I think this is a Robert Woods week. I agree. Uh, I don't. I think Higby's going to be the, the target hog there. Um, but I'm I'm looking at the Colts running backs and seeing if they can, if if Jonathan can show me some real real solid fantasy numbers. Sure, sure. A little bit of a quieter week this yeah. past week. 
Um, hey, here's one question for you real quick before we move on. Okay. The Rams have been a 500 team on the road the last two seasons. Who do you think wins this game? The Rams. I'm also going to take the Rams yeah. in this. And, and it's not to the detriment of the Colts because I actually think the Colts can compete. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the Carson Wentz's can compete. Um, I just think they have, the Rams quarterback situation is is solid. Yeah, I'm excited to see this team yeah. really develop with Matthew so Stafford. Fun to at the helm. watch. Stafford is he's he's not surprising me because I've always known that he's been good. Yeah, it's just he's surprising a lot of people, and I'm I'm like I know he's been that good this whole time. He just was not on a good team. Yep. So it's exciting for me. Yep, absolutely. Uh, next up, we have the Houston Texans at the Cleveland Browns. I'm gonna. I'm looking to see uh, how much Hunt is is utilized. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it was he. He used they. Pardon my mouth. They used him quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. I mean, he's talented. He's the best backup running back in the in the league. Yeah, I wouldn't argue that point. I think that uh, this is really a nice one-two punch. But it's very obvious that that Chubb is the one. Correct. Right, um, Chubb gets the production. Chubb will get the work. As a Chubb owner, <laughs> I, <laughs> how many times can I say Chubb in owner. the span of ten seconds? <laughs> um, as a Chubb guy, <laughs> um, you're talking about your Chubb, okay? I'm not worried about the fact that Kareem Hunt is coming in for roughly half of the snaps. I'm looking to see if he's a valuable flex possibly yeah if needed yeah i like i like having uh backups doing well like it's it's another mouth to feed uh the houston texans <laughs> i want <laughs> i want to know what's happening here because yeah frankly mark ingram is the one on that team in the backfield do you want do you want to go there to that backfield and Starting any of them. Yeah, he is, if I had to. He's somebody where if I had an extra spot. It's an extra spot. Can you move down the row a little bit? You know, just say, hey, there's, yeah, a, there's a spot right here for you. Spot. Yeah, that little spot. See it beside me. If I had an extra spot, I would go pick up Mark Ingram. I would not play Mark Ingram this week, but if we see another Who would 25. would you start him against? <laughs> If we see another 25 attempts, right? Right. Um, heavy, heavy usage for Mark Ingram. I shouldn't laugh. Last week, we we said don't start any of them, and they were really good. The production's there. Yeah. They ran a ton. So um, if the production's there, Mark Ingram could end up being valuable. I want him to be. I do, too. I, and that's what hurts. I do, too. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> Who else we got? Who haven't we touched? Uh, Buccaneers and Falcons. Did we do that? We haven't. Um, I like I said, I'm worried about Thomas? the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, the Falcons, yes. And I don't think this is a get right spot for them. Don't think Gage is going to blow up. I think that the entire team is going to blow up <laughs> in a negative way. Yeah. Can I get an explosion sound, Alex? I know it's on there. really aggressive explosion yeah. sound um hey yeah the falcons give it to me again um 
and Calvin Ridley can still have production. And <laughs> Mike Davis can still have production. He can. Matt Ryan. I'm 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 very worried. He's so he he's a capable quarterback. He might be a little I, I want to say past his prime, but he's not the oldest in the league. I'm I'm looking at Pitts to see if he's for fantasy wise, if he's two weeks in a row not used well. Yeah. You know, for being what the number four pick in the draft. Yep. And that's the thing. Kyle Pitts is an incredible talent, but rookie tight ends are very rarely, if ever, successful. I think he's going to be fine in the long run. I, I don't disagree. Yeah. This year, long run, not career. But, but yeah. If you're running Kyle Pitts now for the next four weeks, are you going to be able to win over the next four weeks? You could put yourself in a bad position. I'm getting other guys. Uh, Buccaneers, even though this is a, another take, uh, I'm I'm looking to see if if Gronk is utilized the way he was, and if if Mike Evans is not utilized the way he was again. Mike Evans should not surprise anybody. Freak out or chill out with Mike Evans. I'm I'm chilling out. Okay. I think there's there's. It's still Mike Evans. He does this. Yeah, correct. Every year. Yep. And what's his third year? It it's, it's like his thing. It's his calling card. Yep. <laughs> yep. And uh, I think I really want to see Gronk because people, I don't know. I I think he's not his younger self. However, he's playing like he's happy, and that was the difference at the end of the Patriots campaign he was in. So. The Minnesota Vikings are headed to Arizona to face off against the Cardinals. Hmm. I'm looking to see if, uh, for the Vikings to see if how they're – they have so many weapons. <laughs> and they have a quarterback that – Both of these teams have yeah, tons of weapons. They do. They're – like Jefferson, I'm going to see if he does anything. Yeah. I mean, he should. He's phenomenal. The targets were there. Yeah. Okay, they just weren't landing. They – yeah, there was a lot of uh, a lot of cousins in ineptitude when, when it was coming to passing the ball to him. However, I think I'm I'm chilling out on Jefferson, even though he, uh, for a lot of you he's he's your number one wide receiver. So that's true. I'm he he is in uh, I believe our shared league. Mm-hmm. So it was a rough week. I was a little I had a little heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> Thielen, he's people said he wasn't going to get stuff touchdowns this year, but. Two already. So. Well, especially once Irv Smith went down, you know? Yeah. Uh, more production in the red zone. Conklin, he was okay. He, he was, was involved. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, somebody good to keep around. I'm watching the Arizona defense. Um, can Chandler Jones get another five sacks? Uh, and between Jones and J.J. Watt, this defense? I know. Kirk Cousins can scramble. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Kirk Cousins can move, right? He can. So, um, he's, he's no Kyler Murray. Uh, I think that the Arizona defense is one to keep on your roster. Don't just drop them and stream them. I no. think hold on to them for a little bit. Yeah, see what happens. It's not it's not bye week time yet. So, yeah, they're on our waiver wire in one league. Oh, yeah, we, we're gonna say uh, just touch on Kyler Murray. Yeah, you know he he was supposed to be running. You know the next like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. He had like. I don't know, like twenty yards rushing or whatever. It, but it was all in the air. He was doing what you you want a quarterback to do. But also, he was running a lot. It wasn't in the box score, but he was moving around Scrambling, the pocket yes. like crazy. That guy can move. Um, I think we're seeing the beginning He's of an MVP campaign. Bright future. Uh, the Tennessee Titans take on the Seattle Seahawks. That, 
Russell cook. Let Russell cook. Let Russell cook. Let Russell cook. I like it. They they went away from it last year. Defenses were starting to figure them out. But last week, it's like he anything he threw up was caught. Just he's phenomenal. So I'm I'm gonna I'm looking to see if the uh, offensive coach follows the same type of scheme because mm-hmm. they like to they like to flirt with being a passing offense and then they're like no sorry <laughs> I was drunk we're actually a running team <laughs> yeah so just I know you're supposed to have a, a a balanced attack but I'm gonna see what happens the Titans looked rough this mm-hmm. past week. They were not operating the same way that they had been, the same way they were last year. Low number of pass action plays. Um, right. You need that. Absolutely. For That's that's what he's used to. Don't let Tannehill and, sit in a box. And that O-line was crumbling around him, right? So It's like they didn't even watch last year. Can't... <laughs> <laughs> Can they <laughs> tighten up this ship and uh, and change their offensive scheme to fit better with what their team is built to do? I think they will. That's what I'm, I'm watching for. Even if they don't win that game, um, because they really might not, um, if they can show that this offense can operate at that level, we're all going to feel a lot better. They have so many weapons, and Tannehill is he, he's good. So just he, do some play action. We need him to. Fantasy owners need him to do play I have him in a few too many leagues, so I need you do. him to. You yeah. do. Yeah, I went in on Tannehill this year. <laughs> Which is okay. I mean, he did better than Rodgers. So. Just a couple games left. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going to see. Uh, I want to see what Zeke does. He, uh, he, he didn't obviously have a lot of. Are you freaking on Zeke? Or are you chilling on Zeke? I've been freaking on Zeke since last year. Yeah. And people tell me not to, but I'm worried about it. I think that he'll be better than he was last year. But Can't get much worse. <laughs> I think that I, I'm i a believer that peak Zeke has come and gone. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't think uh, – I think he writes some of his legs. He finds his legs against the Chargers, but uh, – I think they're they're pass happy right now. They have no reason to go to the run. And as the CD Lamb guy, the CD Lamb believer, I'm a, I'm a Cooper too. <laughs> All right, we got Cooper and CD and who does better this week, Lamb or Cooper? Better how? Like fantasy points or uh, fantasy points? Let's let's make a let's make a fantasy bet. Bet. Uh, I'm I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking Cooper. I think he he gets more of the red zone targets. Okay. Okay. I could be wrong. I think you're wrong. It's happened before. I'm going to go with Lamb. Okay. All right. We got it. So we'll come back next week and see what happens. Um, Again, two games left. Who are they? Oh, that's Sunday night primetime game. The Kansas City Chiefs at the Baltimore Ravens. Let's see if the Ravens can shake off the disaster of Monday night. They need to. Yeah. Yeah. Can this team still operate? Lamar, I, I, I'm watching to see if Lamar, if they protect Lamar, number one, and if he tries to just do the Lamar show. And fan, this is not fantasy-wise. This is just football-wise to see if, if he tries to just win. He, he has to make better decisions. Yeah. So Chiefs I'm not worried about. Uh, 
I'm still watching Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Mm-hmm. What is the production actually going to be? What's it going to be in a, in a really competitive game like this, which it should be? Um, he's a good buy-low candidate. He's not low-low, but he's a good... Sure. Don't overvalue him in your head. He's Correct. probably an RB2. Right. Right? Right. But if you can get him for RB3 value, because somebody's nervous, because somebody needs the win, mm-hmm. you know, somebody wants to get up to a strong start. They need a good starting... RB two, right? You know, right? Because that's yeah. you know they paid for an RB one or yeah. a, a top RB two, and they're not getting it. You know, go in and get that lower value. I love it. Last game: the Packers versus the Lions. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to explode in a good way. Can I get that explosion sound again? Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> He's gonna explode. <laughs> oh, there. Killing, the, they're exploding the clowns. I like that the good explosion sound is whatever this is. <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers is going to just dominate. In Packerland? Yes, yes, 100%. It's a get-right game for the entire Packers team. You would think so. <laughs> Do you not think so? I, I'm. If I had my guess, I think the, the – I hate to say Lions are going to show up, but I think it's going to be a lowest-scoring game. I, I'm not – after last week's debacle, I'm not ready to say that the Packers are are good to go. You think it's going to be a low-scoring game? I, I think there's going to be turnovers. What over-under would you put it at? Uh, good question. <laughs> I'm not a— <laughs> Do you think the total score between both teams goes over 50? Mm, no, no, no. I think it's going to be like a 20-13 uh, to 13 type of game. Interesting. So— all right. I'm um, not a betting man, as you can probably tell just now. Hey, producer Alex. Producer Alex, my tapeworm. We need you to do two things for us. Just kidding. Can you write down <laughs> the following bets? Sure. One, Amari Cooper will have more fantasy points than CeeDee Lamb this week. Two, the game between the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers will or will not be a snooze fest go over 50 total points i'm taking the over you're taking the under yeah just because i like to be different (laughs) you felt strongly about it i yeah well i'm not that strong about it well sure it's a game it's a game game. i mean you never know we're not like betting children or anything wait we aren't (laughs) no no yeah the lions have a team but we'll see what happens Speaking of seeing what happens, it's time for our last segment. It's time, Brian. It's it's time. Let me check my watch. Partner, it's time to shoot your shot. Ooh, I can't whistle. <laughs> you can't whistle? <laughs> it's just we Alex should, and Brian I wish whistling. you could all see us. We're just... <laughs> This is, <laughs> Logan, stop trying. <laughs> Logan, we share these microphones. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. I would like you to pick That's your shot first. That's what the inside of Logan's mouth sounds like. You'd is like that? for me to pick my shot. I would. First. You better not pick who I'm picking. Uh, um, What position are you picking? Running back. Okay, then I will not pick a running back. <laughs> I mean, I can go first if you're not. 
ready. I was going between a couple, so I just need to make a decision, to be honest. Um, Shoot from the hip. I know. I said I wouldn't pick a running back. Okay, here's who I'm picking. He's a running back. I'm picking... I know who I'm picking. Mike Williams from the Chargers again. Again. All right? Mike Williams had a great game last week. Um... I think it's going to happen again, primarily because uh, Dallas just had a major defensive injury, broken foot in practice. Mike Williams will not be shadowed. Mike Williams is going to have a fantastic game. I think, uh, didn't Keenan Allen get a concussion at the end of the game? Don't look that up. I hadn't heard that. Well, you just heard it from me. I could be wrong, so we'll, we'll delete Are you breaking that. the news? Are you Keenan reporting it right now? Allen. I'm. This is how I type into my search box. Mike Williams. Uh, I'm calling it right now. I'm going to go with David Montgomery. Oh, okay. He had 6.8 yards per carry And with, with against with, the Rams. With shooting your shot, yes. we kind of expect Montgomery to be good. He should be starting on your team. He, he should him be, to start. but he, he's undervalued. He's not a elite by any means, but I'm, I'm thinking he's uh, versus the Bengals. He has a real good shot of being... Top three. You're calling for an elite week. Yes. Okay. That's that's my shot. A level up for David le- Montgomery. Level up. Oh, we need a level up sound, <laughs> too. I just made one. Look at this show growing and growing. It is. Like your facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> I need to shave real bad. <laughs> it's wrapped around the mic. Uh, it's s- coming towards me. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of coming towards you, the week is coming towards us, so we must wrap up this show. Love the hit. Love the hit. So another episode of Playoff Bound Fantasy Football. Thanks, everyone, for watching, listening, tuning in through your mental capacitors. <laughs> <laughs> and if you enjoy this show, if you want more of it, consider subscribing to LAS Plus. Just go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. It's $10 a month. You can get bonus episodes of our podcast, ad-free versions of all of our shows, including this one. Um, maybe we'll do some live events. You can get invited to that. I'll um, be there. <laughs> you, I would hope so. You'd have to be. I couldn't do this alone. Are you kidding? No. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a great way to support local as well. So consider subscribing there. And this show comes out every single Thursday during the fantasy football season on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. So please consider subscribing and leaving a review because it helps us out more than you might realize. Hey, everybody. Let's have a great week two. Week two, everyone. Thanks for listening. From Brian and <laughs> Logan <laughs> and Tapeworm. <laughs> Tapeworm! Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you next Thank week. you.